Yes. Recording started. Excellent. So I'm just going to play in. And um, we can open the call. Uh, they um, put you all like to. It's a little bit noise. Okay. So, so grateful. So grateful and thankful for our path, this time together to practice, release, and discover, discover the truth that was always true, that we are love and love is all that all there is. Discover this truth that is setting us free, allowing us, helping us accept, accept and grow our own awareness of our own holiness and the wholeness of all our brothers and sisters of every experience we have that assists us, shows us our teachers, where we don't see our teachers as well, um, where we forget or remember, it's all the same. And we are very, very willing to allow, to allow our experience to unfold, for us to accept, remember, allow the fullness of the divine love of ourselves and each of us as our very nature. And we are willing we are requesting, we are <clears throat> allowing the I am presence to lead us in this path, in this experience, in this allowing. I know for myself and all of us, we are, we are affirming our willingness, our willingness to each moment to release, release the habits of repeating the past and coming to, to the present moment to forgive ourselves and all the meaning we make of everything. We're willing to surrender judgments, thoughts of lack, limitation, and separation as we discover it each moment. And so grateful for the I Am Presence that I am who assists me, points it out to me, and, and, and allows me to remember at my own pace without judgment or any shitting of any kind. We are seeing the beauty of this, the perfection of this, and the wholeness of each one's true self. We are open, we are grateful and thankful 
and to open ourselves to a healing. Now, in every moment, and we freely, willingly, lovingly share the benefits that we discover and that are happening with everyone because we are one with them in grace and so much gratitude. We joyfully allow the healing to be. We let it be and so it is. Amen. So back on interactive and and so please uh, everyone introduce themselves, where you're from or please go ahead. Hello, this is Lori from Wyoming. This is Rod. Good morning, this is Suzanne. Yeah. Oh. Hi Suzanne. Suzanne from Santa Monica. Are there more of us, Carla? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe they'll join in when they want to. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I'll start this morning. I have just had the best miracles happen this week, and it's surrounding the um, Course of Miracles in Lesson 100. It said that my part is essential to God's plan for salvation and that to experience the happiness that is God's will for me to understand that infecting others with my happiness is how I fulfill my part in the global plan for salvation. And when I read that, I um, have been in this area, I've been introduced to a gal, um, and she is the most vivacious. Uh, energetic, uh, you know, I, how are you, Linda? Oh, God's joy is everywhere. I am happy. I am so blessed. And so she's really got this um, God light in her that is really uh, it turning my, turning me in the, oh, now how do you get this happiness? How do you maintain the happiness? And so as I read Lesson 100, it has all come to me. Seriously, I'm just excited. I've got some, can I maintain this? But I wanted to share that with you guys this morning. Um, there's a couple of things that I underlined. This comes from that a workbook companion. So as I've recommended to for you guys, if you want to work in the workbook, this um, uh, Alan Watson just does a beautiful job with a commentary. So there's the the coursework explanation, and then this um, Alan has more to say about it. And this is the this is what he was saying in his commentary: the part God has saved for me in His plan is designed to restore me to happiness, because happiness is His will for me. There is something in us, the ego, of course that tells us it is wrong to want perfect happiness. But if per- perfect happiness is God's will, then to think I don't deserve it is to oppose God's will. For God's will to be complete, my joy must be complete. For his will is perfect joy for everyone. If everyone I meet encounters a face shining with joy, they will hear God calling to them in my happy laughter. I am essential to God's plan. My joy is essential to his plan. So today, let me choose the joy of God instead of pain. It says, without your smile, the world cannot be saved. All laughter can be, but echo yours. And um, so it's 
it also goes on to lesson 101 and 102 about there is no sin that you know, sin is heavy and makes God so fearful and so at a distance and that we can't ever please him. And um, so uh, another part of it says, um, when A Course in Miracles speaks of salvation, it means being happy. How starkly this contrasts with the common view of salvation, which seems to mean some pain painful purgation of our sins. If we are honest with ourselves, we will find the idea of paying for our sins deeply embedded in our consciousness, appearing in obvious and not so obvious ways. One of the most subtle but easiest to detect if you are looking for it is our guilt over being happy. Haven't you noticed that somehow it just does not feel right or safe to be too happy or to be happy too much. We have this weird feeling that if we are overly happy, something really bad will happen to us. The common saying, this is too good to last, is just one obvious example of the syndrome. And um, I just, I am finding such a uh, a lift, such a uh, an answer for purpose in life to be, to have a smile on my face and to be happy is so, I so understand it. And I did feel like I had to pay for my sins. And I've carried this burden for all of this Masterful Living Year because I just was like, no, um, you know, always carrying that past ball and chain. And uh, this just has been such an opening. And I just wanted to, give you the gift of happiness today and know that that God has touched my heart in more ways and that I can be happy and have a smile on my face and share the joy of God's will. And um, so it's just such a beautiful way to end Masterful Living. One, it's just a, it just was such an answer. These things are you know, this reading has just brought all of our work together into this particular moment in time for me. Thank you, Laurie. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say this is Rosalind. Um, for anybody who's listening who isn't feeling at the moment um, that kind of joy and that readiness to smile that Lori just expressed, um, that you're not doing it wrong, that these are temporary emotions and experiences that we all have, but it's not who we are. And recently, I mean, I, I've had a, a long run of just various degrees of joy and happiness. But I had a little blip a little while ago um, where I really wasn't feeling very happy. I was actually grumpy and um, kind of keeping it to myself because I have a, I, I was waiting for the joy to come back and um, doing my work and not attaching and making it um, a story out of it. It was just I was noticing... Um, grumpiness and a girlfriend was saying to me um, how joyful and how fantastic she was feeling and I found myself with a very small consciousness thinking well good for you you know because I was not feeling at all that way and um, I just noticed that and noticing it is enough you know I didn't condemn myself I didn't judge myself I noticed wow you are in a very small place and maybe hurting even more than you had recognized and kind of just tracing back. Oh, I see where that started. That started when you had an opinion about not leaving nice warm Florida, coming to Seattle uh, for a nice cold experience and um and whatever the rest of the story was is insignificant, but it started with that opinion. 
And that opinion began to grow and make me that judgment and make me smaller and smaller because it was other people whose wish it was, it seemed in my mind, to come back to Seattle. But somehow just noticing and just being in truth that I was being a grump and I was being small-minded, it just lifted. And I chose to ask Holy Spirit at that moment um, to show me another perception of this small opinion. I almost thought it didn't matter. So what, I had an opinion about being in Florida or being in Seattle. I mean, it was like having an opinion on the TV in the beginning of the year. I thought you could have those opinions and judgments of the contestants, and it was free. None of it's free. Our thinking isn't free. It all has consequences. I keep learning and learning. And so Holy Spirit very quickly showed me that I was supposed to be here in Seattle, that I had work to do, and as long as I was not open to being in Seattle, I couldn't see all the gifts, and that work was to be open to love. It wasn't an active work. It was to be available, like Lori said, with that smile for who needs it, for that opening, for the person who hurts, for myself who was hurting and small at that moment. When I was making that sarcastic comment, well, good for you, I was not open to her. I was not open to myself. I was shut down. But it isn't who I am. It's a temporary energy that took over from a series of thoughts. And I could be open and willing to have that perception changed. And bingo, it wasn't even seconds before it has changed. And I'm actually enjoying the cold. I'm thinking, wow, Christmas wouldn't be the same without the cold. And um, I'm having a, an amazing time. And all from from noticing my grumpy place. So I'm with you if you've got a smile on your face, and I'm with you if you feel grumpy. That's my share. I wanted to say too, um, Rosalind, is that I have not been here before, and it's a miracle. And so, I, um, you know, when you're speaking, I'm kind of going to, oh boy, I, I am too up there in the clouds, and yep, I should go down because no, no, I wasn't no, no, relating no. to anybody. Well, here, this is just what I was. I, I, okay. I get this. I'm not feeling attacked at all. I wanted to just explain to you that what is what I didn't what I stopped believing in is I stopped believing in happiness. And I felt like for the rest of my life I was going down. Like I had in the past had tried every avenue, counseling, psychotherapy, um, um, you know, church, Bible, Bible studies, all that stuff. And I couldn't get a lift in this, you better watch out, something's going to happen, don't get too happy, don't get too big for your britches. And as I have proceeded through this year and I've had my challenges, I, you know, was like a year from a year ago, I was reached out to MLC because I felt like if I didn't, I had lost because every time I opened up my mouth, I was being um, critiqued by the people around me. Seriously, I'd get, have an opinion, and they'd definitely have a better opinion, and I'd say one word, and they'd say, no, it's not that word, and I just started to think, maybe it's just me. And so I put myself into my own hell. And so when I got the opportunity to read and meditate about happiness and about how that is God's will and God's purpose for salvation. That is salvation. It is the biggest aha that I have experienced spiritually. And it, it you know, that passage and the, the things I just read gave me my permission 
respect for being alive. And it's just like this friend Linda that's come into my life. She is her. She just her energy is so familiar to my mother who has passed. It's so positive. And she says, people don't get me. People don't get me. But I have a God, a love for God inside, and I'm going to share it. And so I believe spirit has introduced me mm-hmm. to this spirit mm-hmm. so that I can see it again. Because my mother had that. And mm-hmm. then I figured without my mother, I guess there's nobody out there with true mm-hmm. happiness. I guess life isn't supposed to be truly happy. Mm-hmm. So this is just a... Um, an aha that I saw this week, and um, I just wanted to dub- double sh- share that so that you understand that it it just gave me a permission that I have not ever that I can ever recall, except for on my married day, on the day I got married, or the day I had my child, or you know those little moments in time that say this is true happiness, and so. Um, it's um, just a blessing, just such a huge, huge gift. Yes, I and I, I do gift. hear you, Lori, and I, I want to say that I think each person who does the Course in Miracles comes upon that sentence, or it's said many, many times over and over because we tend to be a little dense, or maybe we don't hear it at that particular day. We can't take it in. But I do remember mm-hmm. feeling that permission for joy, and it was it was huge, and it's become my direction. And I hope you didn't mm-hmm. think that I was taking away from your joy or your permission for joy. I just know that not everybody's there, and I didn't want anyone to feel excluded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And hooray. Hooray for you. And hooray for all of us, because that's our that's our mission is 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 to know that we are joy. What do you think about the notion of there's no sin? We're sinless. I I completely accept it. I completely accept that it's the that the, the, the course's definition of that it's an archery term sin, and it means you missed the mark. That's all it means. You made an error, and then you regroup, and you choose again. And that's why that's really powerful. I love it. I just yeah. think, oh, because in my life I can look back. I, every single moment I tried the very, very best I could. That's all you knew at the moment. If you knew better, you'd have done better, Maya Angelou, right? <laughs> I mean, and really. so that that other part about there's no sin and sinless is just another way of just wrapping. You know, the universe wrapping its arms around us, you know, that we're all one and and you can, you know, help people, I mean, by a smile, by the energy. Because over the last several years, people don't have energy. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk by them, there's no highs, there's no, you know, and and um, I'm really realizing I'm, it's possible that I'm the one that's, the reason the energy is not there. Like, mm-hmm. I can pray for that energy, lift it up. I mean, well, since I've had this. We can choose again in this moment. We can choose yes. it right now. Right now. Yes. And, change and I just want you to know that last night I was, like, questioning this. Like, oh, I just don't know. Is this really real? I, mm. I you know, I am. Um, and so in the Course of Miracles, it just said, hey, we're going to repeat this a lot. We want you <laughs> to get this concept because it's a very important concept so i'm like oh good 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 there's more reading on it and uh-huh. and um but uh it's really been a renewal i just i'm so refreshed by the thought that my life will be filled with joy and happiness um from here on out instead of well i guess i better shut my mouth go into my room and not have an opinion or speak because I guess I got it all wrong. That was my before. Uh-huh. So it's, and I'm glad you I'm glad you, you didn't take what I said to be be quiet and take your opinion elsewhere because um 
it's very important. I went there. I went there, there, and that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. I'm glad you did. (laughs) Because because it it mm -hmm. isn't what's in my heart. And I truly, truly feel that we need to express what it is we've learned in order to claim it. I really do. You can't keep it to yourself and then really know it. And so I applaud your speaking, and I applaud your questioning my intent for what I said because it was not at all what was in my heart. I applaud you. Yeah, I've had so many experiences where just, you know, just out of ecstatic joy, just having so much fun and then having my family just slam me down. Don't get too high. Don't do this. Don't do that. So that was talking in the right place right here. Nobody yeah, and so that was my question. It was like, uh, am I too high? Am I no, too no, positive? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. We need you. We need that high. But we need the polarity. Think, Until we have a complete awakening, yeah. uh, We, you know, all of us are are in different places. And yes. so that's why I spoke to the polarity. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And do you know that the biggest, the thing that turned my tide around from feeling separate and alone was this fall when I started reaching for the light and I spoke with the, about it on um, some of our calls but just asking for the light instead of the darkness just mm-hmm. okay and I just started that light switch where it was like okay this is this right unthinking mm-hmm. darkness how do I reach for the light mm-hmm. and that light just kept turning on 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 mm-hmm. on on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it you, you know, and it so is that it was, simple because that's the willingness to see it differently is turning and on that's how I, yep. Yeah, I found willing. I thought, is that all willing is? Because Jennifer said, you you may not have the answer, but just be willing. Yep. And, it was, you know, just to be willing to see light, the uh-huh, light. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Suzanne, we haven't heard, I haven't heard from you for a, a while in California. Can you hear me? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, okay, I couldn't tell if my phone was muted or unmuted. I was having my breakfast here while we were talking. Yeah, I haven't been How on the doing? call for a while because I'm doing okay. Um, the main thing I've just been dealing with lately is just, it's just really sad having both of my cats gone you know I had them they were both old and um you know their health was failing and stuff and um and 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 they ended up going like seven weeks apart Mm -hmm. and um so it's just real empty feeling and Mm -hmm. um you know I I will get more um probably in the new year I'm taking a little trip at the end of January, so I'll probably do it after that, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about pet sitters and things like that. Um, it's it's just really sad, yeah, and it's um, so much was focused on taking care of them because they both had, you know, different medications, and it was, you know, it was like a big deal every morning and evening, and, um, you know, I had it down to a routine and everything, but... Um, now that I don't have all all of that going on, it just feels kind of kind of strange, and um, and and a relationship that I was in that was actually one of the reasons why I started um, Masterful Living. Um, I I was just I I could see it was my judgment of him a lot of times that was making me real unhappy, and. Um, but it's just, you know, it, we, I don't even know how to, it's too long of a story to go into. It's not really a story, but we're just such different people, he and I. And I think that I've just gotten to the point where I just don't think that, um, you know, that we're, we're cut out to be together in the long haul. You know, I mean, his focus was always like, wanting to live together and and I had told him many times you know I wasn't ready to do that and you know maybe maybe when I retire you know that kind of thing because for us to move in together we would have had to find another place and 
I don't really want to go through all of that and and have a longer drive to work. Um, um, you know, I'm I'm in in the L.A. area, and I I pretty much have it made for like the short commute, you know, and I I can't be one of those people that's in the car two hours each way, you know, and believe me, you don't have to live very far away for it to turn into like a, a nightmare drive like that around here. So anyway, he just, um, the last time we saw each other was, gosh, it might have even been in September or maybe beginning of October. I can't recall, but we went to the movies with uh, another friend of mine and her husband. We met them at the movies and just sat around and talked a little bit and then saw the movie and then um, I dropped him off and I haven't heard from him since. So we go through these things where, you know, um, we, we were we were taking space, right? And he was deciding whether he wanted to move forward with things, you know. And we had been getting together and just, you know, doing things like that, like going to the movies or going out for coffee or whatever. But we had kind of scaled it back in other other respects. And um, so this is really the longest I've gone without talking to him. And a friend of mine said, well, are you concerned that, like, maybe something happened to him if you haven't even heard from him? And I said, you know, if something bad happened to him, I would never know. Nobody would know to contact me, you know. Um, So that had me feeling really strange and just feeling like I need to reach out to him, whether, you know, by phone, text, email, whatever, and just... um, kind of bring it to a conclusion, you know, and and trying to find the words to do that so that it's, it's, it's doing it lovingly where there's part of me that just wants to say, like, what the hell is your problem? Where have you been, you know? But at the same time, I have to take responsibility for, for my part. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to prolong the, you know, the little dance we've been doing any longer, so... That's kind of where I'm at, like, you know, should I reach out to him before Christmas or, um, you know, his birthday is the day after New Year's. Um, I had even bought some concert tickets months and months ago um, as a surprise birthday gift for him. And, um, and of course, I was going to surprise him, so he still doesn't know about it. I'm going to the concert tonight, and you know, taking a friend in in his place. Um, so anyway, I I think maybe next year will be a better year, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to my next relationship being with you know four legged creatures because I seem to do that that better than mm-hmm. uh, doing it with doing it with the two legged variety. <laughs> mm. um, and my other, I, that was just my commentary, but I, if anyone has any feeling about, um, like, going on to Masterful Living 2, I was listening to the uh, call the other night where um, Jennifer had some people sharing about that, and I, di- I didn't really feel like posing a question at the moment because I really just wanted to listen to what, what people were saying, but um, I don't know if there's anyone on the call or if you know of anybody who who decided that they wanted to stay with it, but they stayed, they repeated the first year as opposed to going on to the second year. Because I'm kind of on the fence about which way I would want to do that, you know. Um, I realize that we never really get there. It's kind of hard to measure your progress, um, you know, really without having a lot of space to look back on it, you know. Um I'll say that I've I've kept up with a lot of a lot of the reading. I don't do a lot of the writing stuff. Um, I I do catch myself, you know, a lot. I'm you know I'm getting better in catching myself when I'm you know going down the down the wrong way in my thinking. You know, getting on the pain train and all that stuff. And um, and I can see that's that's all that's in itself is a lifetime endeavor. Just just working on our thinking. You know. And um, 
So anyway, does anyone have any any thoughts or or um, experience on that that they could share? Well, Suzanne, this is Laurie, and um, hey, Laurie. First of all, I I want you to know that I had a cat that passed away. I have mm-hmm. never been so gut heart wrenched before in my life. So mm-hmm. I uh, I hear your sorrow and yeah. oh, I cried over that cat for. I can I don't even know how long because they just each have their own little sweet sweet personalities. They oh, do. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I just consider <gasps> so them. They're cool. just such pure um, unconditional love is what they are. You know. Now was one seventeen years? Did I read that? Yeah, one was sixteen and a half, and the other was seventeen and a half. Oh gosh, you know that's a long, long time. So for sure. I know. So, I, you know, when I, the last one, Amber, when I took her to the vet, she had one, it was right before Thanksgiving, about a week and a half before Thanksgiving or something, I had taken her in for a follow-up and she had gained either a pound or a half a pound and, you know, everything was stable and she was she was doing good. I felt really kind of hopeful. And then within about a week and a half, all of a sudden, like with, you know, she had a few days where... Her eating, like, you know, her appetite went way down, and um, one of my friends was here visiting, and she was looking at her, and she says, does it look like her breathing looks like it's labored? And it did, and I hadn't noticed, and I don't know how, you know what I mean? And so, like, right after Thanksgiving, I I took her into the vet, and, and I was kind of, you know, praying and talking about it that morning and on the way there that, you know, depending on what the vet said, you know, maybe maybe she wouldn't be coming home with me and I, I would I would be ready to do that, you know. Didn't want to but I was ready to do that and, and the vet kept saying to me every time was like she says she's really, really old, you know. Really. She goes, People come in here and they think that, oh, my cat's gonna live to twenty, twenty five, you know, and you hear these stories every now and then about how old somebody's cat was and she said, But really from about fourteen on they're they're really old and, you know, they get all kinds of things, just just like we do, and um, so it, it was it was the right time to to let her go. But uh, you know, once you when you have them that long, you sort of get uh, one part of your brain gets gets lulled into thinking that they're going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Yep. I do. I do. Yep. Wrenching. And I guess it's, I guess like it's uh, the fact that they don't live as long as we do. I guess it's I guess it's practice for letting go of our human loved ones. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am joining um, MLC too because I mm-hmm. want to keep. I want to just keep on this path, and I uh, I know that there have been so much of the peelings of the onions keep falling, falling, falling. And mm-hmm. I have a commitment. I want to live like Jennifer lives. I want to live like I hear Angela lives, where the spirit mm-hmm. is a constant uh, guide, and uh, and you know that that there is absolutely peace in every moment. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm just whoa, bring it on. So yeah, I, I want to go more in depth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost part of my concern that if I were to um, that if I were to repeat year one um, uh, that I might have the tendency to sort of uh, slack off way more and go like, oh, I, I've heard and know all this already, so I don't have to. And, and I just know that would be a tendency of mine, so if I went with two, it would be, I would feel like it was like you're saying, like the, still the forward push um, along these lines, right? Because it's, it's definitely, you know, a lifetime um, practice. Mm-hmm. My understanding is we can listen to the ML1 classes as ML2. That's true. Participate in them. So That's true. So we, have... we could be, we could be listening and, and, and reviewing one while mm-hmm. continuing on with two as well. That's my understanding. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. 
Rosalind, are you there? Yep. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Aren't you going on to two? I am, but I thought you were doing a good job talking, so I was oh. letting you. <laughs> what are you going to do? Why are you going on to two? Um, I wouldn't consider staying in one because it's all available to me. If if it were not available to me, then I might think harder about, you know, did I get everything I wanted to get out of one because I certainly haven't done everything in all the books and I might want to. Um, but it's still there. And um, so I am curious um, where these places are that she is going. I have faith that it's staying close to A Course in Miracles principles, even though she's adding on books that I don't know anything about. And at first my ego was saying, well, you don't want to go there. You're a Course in Miracles student. Everything you need is in the Course in Miracles, and this is going a different direction. No, I think that was just my ego trying to convince me, like, I can do it alone. I don't need to spend the money or whatever. I had various Mm -hmm. thoughts that seemed to come from my ego because they had a grouchy tone, and um, they all seemed to be keeping me small. Um, And so it's a a leap in trust and faith that um, she will be taking the class in the spirit of A Course in Miracles and that these additional books will will look like detours, but bringing us back to the heart of A Course in Miracles. Um, mm-hmm. So um, w- when I got quiet, um, I also even wanted to pay the money because I have so much gratitude for what I received, and it's like the, her work needs to go on, and if I can support it, um, I want to. That's beautifully said, definitely. Thank and, you know, I, I was not a Course in Miracles. I was not a Course in Miracles student. Not not really, I mean, but years ago, I used to, um, I used to go and listen to Marianne Williamson. She mm-hmm, me too. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like once a week out here in L.A. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and um Who's that saying? Aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. That was me, Ross, and I used to listen also, and I got her tape oh, okay. and all of that. Yeah, yeah, and she, it was really good. And, and um, uh, so so that was my exposure to The uh-huh. Course of Miracles. And then I think a few years after kind of getting into that, I kept thinking, like, I wish I could find something that was that had the same um, sort of like feeling and tone, uh, but was more regular. And then, mm-hmm. and then I sort of stumbled into um, into Agape, which was my, mm-hmm. you know, spiritual home, which was where, you know, Jennifer studied to be a minister too. In fact, mm-hmm. we were in uh, practitioner training together at the same time. So, and and and, you know, science of mind and all that stuff uh, mm-hmm. that brings in lots of different influences. So I yeah. find it all kind of really works well together. Mm-hmm. I don't find anything that contradicts or or mm-hmm. anything, and it's um, it makes so much more sense than you know religion that I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's all good. And every you know, and I have to just sometimes just really. Um, I guess when I when I get up. Uh, feeling like I like I'm in disagreement or like disbelief of some kind of concept, right? Um I have a tendency to want to toss the whole thing out rather than mm-hmm. just keep what works or you know, hang mm-hmm. on to the parts that I can believe in right now while I'm working mm-hmm. on the parts that I that I don't believe, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um every now and then I, I just I'll stumble on a part where I just go, Well that doesn't make any sense to me. That's such a baloney, forget it, you know. But I know that's like the ego talking too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, you know, um, going with the parts that work at this time and um, trying to be open and willing um, about all the rest. Suzanne, I'm trying to think about your question and put it to myself a little differently and say, why mm-hmm. would a person want to stay in Masterful Living One? And I'm thinking uh-huh. if they felt really behind in the sense of not about doing all the work but or any as, right. as assignments, but in terms of the concepts, 
Like if, let's say I didn't get how uh, Jennifer's method of praying and I didn't get what she meant by trust and faith, if I felt I was didn't even get in my life the divine alarm clock, some of the basics mm-hmm. on and on like that, then mm-hmm. I think I would be foolish to add more books and more ideas um, that it might be better to repeat it until the basics were um, consistent with how I want to live. I, I understood them enough to 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 make them part of me in some way. But if they felt foreign, mm-hmm. I think then I would feel I should probably stay. Right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's good to consider. That's just me. I you know maybe Carla, who's closer to the staff and. Um, knows people who stayed in Masterful Living One would have some opinions. Well, thank you for. I was I was just wanting to because um, <clears throat> we have like ten minutes left, and I just wanted to make sure we have a lot of people on the call. Um, I'm very very willing to answer any any questions or, or respond. But I just wanted to make sure that if anybody. On the call, especially if you're if you if it's something you don't normally do or whatever, it's such a great time. There's only like three. I think this is the third to the end or something, and and to just speak up and if that's all you do. It's it's beautiful, and so um, yes, I really am um, for anybody who wants to talk. Yes, because um, that's I will say one thing. That's where I the first year. I didn't share much at all. I was busy painting my house until October, November, and then I haven't shut up. <laughs> That's cute, Carla. This is Lori from San Francisco. I would like to share. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I, I hopped on later. I, I'm in Chicago and visiting my friends and my best friend, <laughs> and um, just enjoying my birthday's Monday, and and all the I enjoyed all the talk about moving forward in Master for Living or not, and to what level or not, you know, or which one, and and the way I see Masterful Living too is more applying what we have learned, um, a little bit or a lot, and of what we've learned, um, and kind of stepping into your what some spiritual mentors call your ministry like whatever your purpose is in your life and I'm not sure if I want to step into that leadership um, and I mean I know I do want to but um, and Jennifer doesn't um, have any requirements about leading like leading calls or, or you know helping um, the new people in Masterful Living One or the, the repeat Masterful Living One. But that's what I'm praying about right now is what's next for me in 2017 and and how will I apply what it is that I've learned, actually what Jennifer says, live in the love and walk the talk. So living in the love to me means, you know, am I, how am I, how well am I mastering my thoughts in a way that I'm thinking with God? And not, you know, like Jennifer says, you can't ride the horse in both directions. So one of my um, mentors, um, visualization um, um, mentors that I met in the early 90s, she always says, feelings get the blessing. And now I know what that means in studying A Course in Miracles because one thought feels good and one thought feels bad. And that's your telltale, you know, any nautical terms, you know, the little string that's at the top of the mast of the sailboat tells you which way the wind is blowing and the wind can only blow well it's it's a better analogy riding horse in one direction (laughs) but um Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's my telltale how do i feel and someone on the call just said you know feeling i think it was lori um hi lori um from um that I too have the same thoughts about um, mas- moving into like maybe master uh, master of full living too, and I was like, what? you know, and I was feeling just, you know, grumpy is a good way of putting. It. I usually say disgruntled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grumpy is easier to say, and it's too, it's true. 
And um, and so if I'm feeling that way, then I know to stop and pause and breathe. But what I love about Masterful Living is, is us. Even if it's one person that shows up on the community call, that's not the truth because more than one shows up. But just you guys, um, it, it just being in this community and being able to share and feel that it's a safe place to share your feelings is really something that um, I need to consider that I would definitely miss. So um, thank you for letting me take this few minutes because I know we're at the hour and maybe someone else wants to share before we go into prayer. Pray us out. Thank you. Does anybody else want to, you know, say something? <clears throat> uh, we have like five minutes or so left. That um, very welcome. Well, this is Linda, and um, I'll share briefly. I'm in uh, Masterful Living Three. Um, I have not regretted signing up for any of the years that I've signed up for at all. Um, And I do know of a student that was in our class that signed up for um, MLC1 three times, I think it was, um, because the first time all she did was listen, and the second time she listened and participated a little bit, and finally the third time she listened and participated and did the work in the workbooks as well. And... um, so there really is no right and wrong way to do it. It's just whatever is right for you. And um, there was one other point I was going to make about that. Oh, because there are some people that would feel, I think, overwhelmed if they sent, signed up for year two and then realized that they really wanted to stay with year one, but we're listening to both. Um, so... Whatever is right for you, you will know it. Just go to spirit with a question. But um, I love uh, my Masterful Living community and the um, the depth of the teachings and the support that we receive from this community. This is my church. So um, anyways, that's my, my share. Thank you, everybody. God bless you all. Thanks, Linda. Mm-hmm. I was muted. It's Sean from Miami. I wanted to add something. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I was just saying that there's really nothing, there's no wrong. I mean, you can't decide wrongly by going to Masterful Living 2, I feel, because if it's too advanced for you or if the class is moving too quickly, you can always go back to level one. Um, I felt like I didn't do all of the the assignments or everything in the workbook either, but I found while I was in Masterful 2, Masterful Living 2, I was listening to Masterful Living 1, and I went back to a lot of the exercises that I hadn't done in the past. And I think it was just... I wasn't ready for them or, or open to them, and I was more open in, in, in the second year, and it benefited myself a lot. Um, so that's my thoughts. I, I think either decision anybody makes, it, it's the right one for you. Thank you. <clears throat> so we this have is Sally. Oh, sorry. Ahead, uh, this is Sally from Ohio. I want to thank Sean for the last uh, comment, and I agree wholeheartedly that um, even as I've gotten toward the end of Masterful Living 1, I've done a lot of the earlier assignments that didn't quite fit the, the moment earlier on, and uh, I've gotten so much out of them. So things happen. I always say popcorn pops when it's ready, and <laughs> it's it's so true that sometimes I'm ready for a certain part of the workbook and, and other times I'm not quite there, but it it all works out. And, um, again, that trust the process. I'm just reminding myself and everyone else also 
wishing everyone a wonderful happy holiday and a sacred holy day. This is holy time. And um, may we be the, the candles that light the way for others. So I'm grateful for you all and uh, grateful for these calls. Sally, you just made hi, Sean. This is Lori from San Francisco. Thank you, Sally, my precious divine prayer partner. You just made my day Mm -hmm. as usual. Thank Mm -hmm. you for your share. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to share one more thing. There's no, there's no workbook um, for year two, so you still have the same year one workbooks. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, and and the books that we go through in year two really complement the Course in Miracles because I'm a course of, I've been I was a Course in Miracles student too before I started Masterful Living one, and it really the books that we we went through Pathway of Roses and a bunch of the other ones really complement a Course in Miracles, and you just see things from a different perspective, which for me was very um, eye-opening how authors 100, 200 years ago or 100 years ago were saying the same things that are being said in A Course in Miracles. So I think that the books that we went through in year two complement the workbook and everything we did. Thanks for that, Sean. And Sean, Jesus Oh. Jesus says in A Course in Miracles that there's, this is not the only way. There's many ways to return to love, return to God. Exactly. Rosemary was wanting to talk. So that's, uh, this is Rosemary in uh, California, and I just wanted to just uh, wish you all a Merry Christmas and, and, and just say I'm going to take year two also. Yay, Rosemary. Yay. <laughs> And I just want to say one more thing. I've learned so much from year one. Um, forward to being with a lot of you again next year. Thank you so much. Thanks, yeah, everyone. I feel that way, too. Yeah. So um, we're at the hour, and if anybody has any um, prayer requests or intentions for the future. Um, please speak up. Hi, this is Alexa. Hi, everyone um, in California. Um, I just um, I would love to hold just um, the intention for this next year upcoming to to allow the truth in every moment to be revealed and to just accept it and to hold that divine light constantly and to see it in everyone thank you thank you all i love you all thanks alexa this is Lori from san francisco and i just want prayers for um when we think about each other to step into our greatness Mm -hmm. and not be afraid Mm -hmm. because it is our true self and and um, i wish everyone all the best god bless you all i love you Thank you, Lori. Mm. Mm. Okay, um, this is Carla. Um, I think I might be tilting next week, but it's <clears throat> the twenty fourth, and possibly there's a lot of people here, and so I. I just want to speak a, a, a moment before I pray out how grateful I am of um, being part of this whole thing and, and listening to the MLC1 students. You have such fire and desire, and I really feel it all the time in your shares. And whether you share or not, I feel it. And um, thank you. Thank you so much for um for this path and for joining me in this path and for all of us being together on this path. Um whatever we do, whatever we do, whatever our choice is in the future, 
we are all traveling the path to our true selves. And so before I pray out, I was going to pray this. I was going to read this. It's called The Affirmation of the Disciple. No author from the Seven Sacred Flames um, prayer book that I really felt guided to read today because whether or do go on or not or doesn't matter. Everybody, everybody, everybody is traveling their path, however it appears. So affirmation of the disciple. <clears throat> I am a point within of light within a greater light. I am a strand of loving energy within the stream of love divine. I am a point of sacrificial fire focused within the fiery will of God and thus I stand. I strive for better understanding. Let wisdom take the place of knowledge. Let the master of my life, my God presence, throw light on others through me. In the center of the will of God I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. By turning towards a field of service, I am a messenger of love and light. I do not walk alone. I know myself as one in service with all great souls. A soul, I walk on earth. I represent the one. Give me your hand and tread with me. Give me your hand and tread your path with me. Let peace and love prevail on earth now and forever. So grateful, so grateful for all. All this fellowship and all and all my path, all the paths we're traveling, each each of us so grateful to discover to have the truth arise from within us, whether it appears it's coming from without or within, it is all happening. It's all the same, really. We, I, we are allowing that to arise. We're allowing ourselves to remember, to energize, to live the love that we are. And all that we see, everyone we experience, all our teachers, Seen and unseen, so grateful for all that's assisting us in our path of discovery, of the knowing of who we are, the truth, the truth, the truth. We are allowing in each our own way the higher Holy Spirit self to guide us and lead us as is the I am presence is one with ours. The I am presence is the same I am presence of everyone, everywhere. Such a blessing. Such a blessing. This path of challenges and a hug alike. They are assisting us as the angels and ascended masters do as well to become 
our true selves, which we are becoming more connected to in our awareness. And we allow, we allow this to happen by letting go of all the thoughts or blocks or whatever arises and discovering that and letting them go. We're allowing and we share freely, lovingly, willingly with everyone because we are one with so much grace and so much gratitude we allow to be and so it is amen I put you on on lecture because of the noise there rose but now you're on interactive with your willingness say goodbye or anything Bye-bye. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.